So, um, yeah, Unc, I'm talking to the people about me taking the COVID shot tomorrow. I'm finally, I'm finally listening to you, brother. No, I don't say no. No, I don't, I'm saying, don't be listening to no people, man. No, 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 no. I'm taking your advice, brother. I yeah, said I'm nah, finally nah. taking. Don't even take my advice. We we follow science. I'm just I'm making the case. Right. And that's why I'm taking your, your your advice, brother. Yeah. So I mean, people they and I was saying, like, my wife, Cynthia, and my daughter, Africa, they took the shot. They got both of them. Right. You, you, didn't they got tell them, you ain't telling they turned into aliens after they took the shot. <laughs> tell the truth, Saul. <laughs> no, they took the one you took. What's the name of the one again? Moderna. Moderna. They took that one. They took the Moderna. I heard the Moderna is stronger. I don't know about strong. It just work. It, it, it it's working well through the clinical trials. Okay. Okay. So it well. um, worked real yeah, good. Yeah, they took it, and my sons was just out there on a limb and shit, waiting on dad. I'm waiting on dad to take the shot, so I'm taking them tomorrow, brother. Yeah, you just take it for your son, if nothing else, yeah. because yeah. we sacrifice for our children. Yeah, he gotta he gotta take it too. So we're gonna go anyway. Peace and black power to you, man. What's going on with your uncle? Man, I'm here, man. Sorry, I'm running a little late, man. But you know, you had some good shows on today. Yeah, man. Um, this is a double header of the Armin Ross squad back to back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh the Magi came in and killed it on the cryptocurrency and all of that, man. He no killed good, it. Man. He did he did real good. Yeah. And yeah. now you coming, you coming in with the um, this is a real good topic. I'm I'm really interested in seeing this. The doctrine of discovery by way of Christianity. In slavery, brother. I mean, wow, that's gonna yeah. be that's gonna be good. Yeah, because I mean, you know, I'm everybody understand I'm the real black atheist, right? And basically, you know, we get trashed around here. And I see you have a lot of religious people on the channel, and 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 I'm not I'm not actually I'm not knocking that. I, I just think it's it needs to be known, uh, just amongst the community of how exactly. We really got Christianity, right? Before so, so you go too deep into that, mm -hmm. the people are asking and they are inquiring and they are saying tight hoodie. I like that hoodie. Let the people know now and then in the end of the show where they can find that hoodie at, brother. Then we're oh, going to get into our joint. You can get it from Abjuwear, A-B-D-J-U-W-E-A-R. Oh, my, my moderator is going to put the link in there. Go ahead, say it okay. again. Yeah, Abjuwear, man. Uh, A-B-D-J-U-W-E-A-R, the word Abju comes from an ancient uh, city in Africa um, and, and is where they first discovered writing. They actually discovered trading seals. And so it's about commerce and trade. And so your first writings wasn't even about God or religion. It was about trade and commerce. And so actually, you know, I always push the message that, that our spirituality should be based in food, clothing, and shelter and protection of that. Because without any of those things, you can't even have a place to sit down and read a religious text. And so our ancestors, they understood that and they built the foundation on science, technology, and being able to uh, secure revenue and land for themselves. And that's this is this is essential even to this day. That's why this presentation is based around land and resources and how a colonial powers <clears throat> actually dominated. Simple as that. And and they use, you know, Christianity was one of the uh, actual uh, mechanisms that they use. And I, before I get started, I just want to say real fast that when you're dealing with Christianity on at the highest level, when I say the highest level, when you're dealing with products, goods, commerce, 
and you're dealing with uh, uh, wars and governmental powers, okay? Christianity is something different. You know, for people to come on the channel, Christianity, them is, well, they believe in Jesus, they believe in Muhammad, you know, Allah and the different gods, no matter what tradition it is, but that's at the level with the people, okay? But when you when you, when you plan at the highest level and the game is played at the highest level, uh, fighting for resources, uh, conquering continents and the whole nine yard, Christianity is a tool of a people, okay? To, to put people in a position to be subservient to the invading force, right? Once you know what religion is, it's 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 a it's a social it's a social system, right? It is a, a social cultural system, and, and and when we're talking about the game at the highest level, we recognize that religion can be customs, can be traditions. It may or may not have a deity or a god. Uh, funeral burial rites, ceremonies, uh, all these things is what make up a culture and the people sacred places, sacred texts, right? And so you're kind of getting where, where I'm going at with this. And so once you accept uh, religions, just based off of geography now, right? I'm gonna take you back to a time period where Christianity wasn't nowhere but amongst the Europeans. I know somebody said, what about Ethiopia? I'm saying it was transported in, right? But with Christianity in Ethiopia, they didn't come with the colonial power. Right, they did. They, they didn't do that part, but they still put that that Christianity there. King Azana, I think, set out the brother uh, Reggie. Um, I think he talked about King Azana and how he was converted uh, by two Syrian traders, two Greek Syrian traders, um, Adidas, okay, and Flamentius. I think they kind of got shipwrecked, so the story goes. And they kind of, um, when King Azana was little, they kind of raised him up. And the fold his father allowed them to teach him, and, and, and they become part of the Orthodox Church. That's why you look at the Russian Orthodox Church, uh, they dress just like the Ethiopians do, right? And so the first church fall from Ethiopia is Fomentius, he's a Syrian Greek. So I just wanted to put all that into context and understand that I'll be talking about uh Christianity uh when 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 used. At the highest level, we're talking about governments, okay. We're talking about principalities, uh, we talk about war, okay, colonialism, right? So you'll find some African nations like uh, uh Queen Nzinga of Angola. Uh, she she became a Christian. As a matter of fact, she used two, three different, two different forms of Christianity and two two, three different forms of African spirituality, and depending on who she was aligning herself with, right she would switch to those religions because this great African queen played the game at the highest level. At the highest level, you do not believe in Jesus Christ. That's how the Pope could write certain decrees, decrees, papers, bulls, and that's what I'm gonna start off with, right? They could, you say, well, wow, right? A Christian will say, well, they wasn't really Christians. Yes, they was. They was using Christianity at the highest level. How can a Pope be a Pope, but yet write a decree and say you can enslave them right? Enslave them and bring their souls to Christ and steal all their land. You say that don't make no sense, but it does because the game is played at the highest level. So I just want to give that brief introduction. I don't want to hear from the believers because the believers are in the churches, right? They're the parishioners. I'm talking about governments 
when they're playing at the highest level. And you know, um, that um, that belief is some serious stuff, brother. That's a serious drug. And let me tell you this, um, you know, I had um Apostle on my show a couple of days ago, and we was talking about belief. Don't you know? He said to me, he believed that that's his mother. I said, brother, you don't know that that's your mother? He said, no, he believes it. I said, well, brother, I don't believe that's my mother. I know that's my mother. So I'm trying to tell you that word belief is so goddamn strong when you're dealing with these Bible thumpers. They are in a belief state of mind, brother. He don't he don't know that's his mother after all of these years, brother. He believed. He just kept saying no because he thought one time, Unc, that his father was his father. And he said he didn't find out until he got older and real old and come to find out that wasn't his father. But you know how the saying go, uh, mama's baby, daddy's maybe. Right? <laughs> but we all know the dad. We all know our mother. That shit is crazy. Man, yo, if you was to see my feet and my mother's feet, our feet is narrow and skinny. You Same goddamn feet. Same thing. Mm. Same nose, same lips, mm. all of that. So I know my mother. I don't believe it's my mother. Right. You know, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, so we got DNA tests now so we can confirm that, right? And so that's why, uh, you know, that's why we always promote scientific literacy. And and I appreciate that, So that, that just, I mean, the fact that you stepped up for me and actually finally gave me my damn debate I've been trying to get for years. I appreciate <laughs> right. it. Right. And, and I'm glad you mentioned DNA because, you know, I went back to my record to see if anything new came out. And and um, based on your genetics, you have slightly lower than average odds of what? Hating the sound of other chewing. Oh, OK. But yeah, man, um, I just came across my stuff and I was watching it. Let me show you, man. Damn, I'm still a little disappointed, but hey, it is what it is. I am who I am. You know, I ain't mad at it. Um, hopefully, this can encourage people to go and look at their DNA. And here's here's my DNA, man. These are my relatives right here, huh? And oh, uh, you know what? Based off of this right here, huh? Uh -huh. I was gonna do a show. I'm okay. still gonna do a show, and and it's a is a controversial show, huh? The show is based on. How do you know you're not having sex with your third cousin or your fourth cousin? How do you know that? How do you know that? Because when you look at these women that's in my family, God damn it, if I would have seen them, who knows? I wouldn't have been like, you know what I'm saying? Like getting together with one of them or the sisters. Here's the Spanish people that's in my side, on my father's side, of the, um, on my father's side. Okay. My third cousin and... Some of them contacted me. I hit them back up. Like, you know, that one of them was saying, yeah, I just want to get to know my cousin. So I hit them back up and hit them with my numbers. And this is my first cousin right at the top. And so when people say to me, yo, you know what? That DNA stuff is not real. That's not. I, I said, so how in the hell did they know that that this was my cousin? We are married. How did they know that? He was with me too. Matter of fact, you was there with him, huh? You was there with him. You probably don't remember him. But when we all came to the National Black Theater, they tore the National Black Theater down, by the way, huh? Just did in they? case you didn't know. Yeah, that building is gone. It's, what you mean? The three rocks there. Yeah, they tore the whole stuff down, brother. Where we did the debates? Yes, where we was doing the debates, the National Black Theater, brother, on 25th. Oh, yeah, they got a body. Yeah, I rolled by and I said, What the hell happened it's here? Gone. 
Skull Brothers, nothing but rocks there now. So, you know, this is how they do to move in to New York, you know, to Hawk. They move it in. They take it over. But anyway, back to this. How do we know that we are not having sex with our own, um, you know, brothers and sisters and nieces and cousins and third cousins, all of this shit? That's what made me look at this. And I'm watching this stuff and I'm like, God damn. I got some fine ass cousins up in here, man. <laughs> Real talk. I got. Oh, I can go man. all the way. No, I'm not saying I'm doing that, but I'm looking at it like, damn. What if I would have just met her and we are on the side, and I don't even notice my damn cousin? Hopefully, through conversation, you'll figure it out. Um, that's why it's know. important, right? When you're meeting people, to have conversations with them, and not just have them drop their pants and do it to them. It's important. That's part of the thing, because because now based off of technology, you know what I mean. Transportation, man, shoot, man, you know we all wop 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 wop. You know what I'm saying? If it's we one thing that I could wish that I had from my father mm -hmm. is that I would have got a chance to meet that side of my family, and right. I didn't, and I didn't, bro. You know, my sister did, but I didn't. I wasn't able to meet. I didn't meet him. I was younger. I was too young, mm. and so. There they go right there, mm. you know? But anyway, man, we're going to get into some of this. Channel stuff. We on. What channel we on, sir? We on Sarnetta Studios. We're going to get into some of this. And this is, I think this is, yeah. this, that's important. That's deep, man. A lot of people don't understand that. A lot of people don't understand that. But that could explain why we have um, maybe some, they don't say retarded no more. What do they, yeah. what's the word they use? I forget the word, oh, man. It's not retarded. It's, yeah, it's not it's, retarded no more. It's um, it's another word that they use. I can't even think of the word. I can't think of somebody gonna put it in the chat because this is the smartest chat room on YouTube. You already know it. But anyway, yes, bro, that's crazy, man. That is crazy because they say when you sleep with your own kin, the baby is gonna come out deformed or something gonna happen to him or you know, shit. That probably could explain shit. We don't even know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, Charles Darwin actually discovered that because he was actually married to a second cousin. Oh. And his children died from based off of having uh like birth defects. Yeah, somebody said mental challenge, they said mental challenge, autism. Uh yeah, mentally challenged. That's what the, that's the word is mental challenge, disabled, mentally disabled. That's the word they use now. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and you were saying that Charles Darwin. Charles Darwin, uh, he married his second cousin because that, that that was the norm. And what happened was uh, both his, his child's died, his children died, especially his daughter died, and she was real sickly. And he was wondering, you know, wow. And so what he did was he took two two plants and he breeded them together, right, pollinated them. And he started to realize that when he, uh, you know, bred the plants that was right together, okay, in the same line, that they would have defects. Voila, then he figured it out. Mm. figured it out and so you know a lot of people say well the africans did it no they actually didn't uh so you know in africa you could have several wives so 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 say that was your you got 10 wives right they each have a kid okay right mm -hmm. father be the same but the mother be different they would do stuff like that and if, if you go to egypt uh when they talk about incest they actually didn't do that when they actually did the critique of the text what they found out is is that the Europeans, like they always do, misunderstand the culture. They were right that I have married my brother or I have married my sister. What it is, is no more different than them. For me, the lady, I'm like, what's up, sis? 
That's my sister. That don't mean that's my blood sister. And so they did the textual critiques and they realized that they wasn't their real blood brothers or blood sisters, right? So you only have about maybe in the old kingdom, you have no cases. Uh, in the middle kingdom, you might have one case. And in the new and middle, middle, new, and you might have had one case. Then you start getting widespread incest amongst the Greek Ptolemies, the Greek period, and widespread and with, within the royalty and, and, and you know amongst the populace in, in the Greek and Roman periods. So they didn't even understand the tradition, right? Of calling each other your brothers and your sisters, and they just ran wild with it. I'll challenge anybody on that. So it's a yeah, lot James of said, James said, in that time, first and second cousins married. And I'm telling you, Charles Darwin figured it out that that was <laughs> that it was messing them up. Okay, so without any further ado, brother, I'm gonna sit back and um, I'm waiting on this. I know this is gonna be great. You got the floor, brother. Share your screen, do whatever you want to do. Okay, to get this message to the people. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. Shout out uh, to the pseudo killers, man. Pseudo kill official. All the brothers on the uh, pseudo killers. Um. If I start naming, I'm going to mess it up. I'm a Raw Squad, Masi, Warrior Clan, and Kofi Pasai Research Team. Uh, this is where you get your, 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 your foundational information, uh, real information you can verify and look up. We're not into the spookism. Uh, we're not trying to bash you and your religion because it's pointless. We just want to dispel misinformation on topics. What's up with your brother Sanjay lately? I ain't hear from him. Well, he doing this thing with he 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 in the thing in one of them shrines. Oh, he's in the shrine. Not, yeah, no, he's not in Jabari shrine. He's in in, in another one. Oh, like a comedic shrine. Yeah. Okay. He be doing that, man. He, man, he good, man. He, you know, you know, he had a baby. Well, he did. Yeah, have a yeah, baby. yeah. yeah I know that. He got married. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, he yeah. doing this thing, man. Shout out to brother CJ. I gotta call him up and see what's up, man. See yeah, let him let him come on through, man, and. and you know, and bring some of that knowledge, man. But yes. yeah, you know, uh, I'm an official pseudo killer. Uh, yeah, bunch of gunslingers. When I'm talking about intellectual gunslingers, and this is exactly what we do. So let me let me go ahead. Let me let me get the the presentation right. Yeah, Let's go ahead, going. get that right. And let me say, Chris Moran, where do you see us worshiping some goddamn pyramids? Chris Moran said, um, y'all better stop worshiping some pyramids. Um, he's a Hebrew Israelite, so. Yeah, he we still has. We don't worship yeah. no damn pyramids, man. Yeah, you know that's where they all start out at, though. Yeah, you see, we got better. We got better understanding and, and better sense to know that that's man creation, not no God, brother. God, they come down and write that shit. See, at least y'all y'all talking about God wrote the book and God came down and blessed Adam, and and then you got some Muslims over there uh, talking mm -hmm. about yeah, God. God, Allah came down and he did this and he wrote that and he told um, Prophet Muhammad to read. But then you go on and you forgot you said that. And then you tell us he only had a third grade education or not even, he couldn't even read. He was illiterate. What is he talking about? They be forgetting what they put in the books. It's a geographical book, right? I, I, I suggest as you're on your journey, people call it a spiritual journey. I call it a journey of learning who you are, where you are, and how you got here. That's what I call it, the journey of that, of trying to figure out the world you're in. And science is the best measure of figuring out who, what, when, where, and why. Right. right? Religion is, is the system of believing. Science 
is the system of knowing and having the ability to change your mind based off of new available evidence. And so we've all went through these stages. I'm just at the stage where, 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 where I'm learning and, and I'm understanding that religion is, is, is based off of geography. And, and before you read any religious text, open up a damn map. Open up a map and read your works. And you'll see, based off geography, where the religion started at. So Christianity is a Middle Eastern, Palestinian, Judean uh, uh, standpoint of view, meaning where they stand and how they viewed the world. It's a cultural container, container of ideas based off of Hebraic or Jewish people. Hebrews in the biblical text do not call themselves Hebrews. What I'm stating is, is that when you read the biblical text, whether it's the Torah, Old New Testament, right? You will never see in the biblical text an Israelite saying, what's up, Hebrew? Or the Hebrew, you'll never see that. Whenever they use the word Hebrew, you'll see it's a foreigner identifying with a Hebrew coming from the word Ebik. Ebik means to move, to cross over, to traverse. These people were, were, were herders, right? Whether goat herders, sheep herders, nomadic people, right? Moving back and forth, right? These Asiatics. You have some Asiatics, some Afro-Asiatics, right? And they moving back and forth, right? And as they move back and forth because they're not settled, they're semi-nomadic, right? And that's the name, just like the word Arab, Arabia. That means to roam, to travel. These people were desert Bedouin that were traveling back and forth. So let's get into the point that I think is very valuable, all right? If you understand, when you understand the information I'm about to put out, you will clearly understand how we got Christianity, how we got conquered, and how we are where we are today. It's not complex, and it's really a, a very, very interesting story. Very, very diabolical. All right? Let me share my screen. What's up? You all right? Yeah, I'm getting my, yeah, I'm good. You know, I'm good. Oh, okay. Straight good. It's up. We see it. All right. Okay. So let's get right into it. Uh, we're going to deal with the age of discovery. European madness in the age of discovery. This is essential to understanding who we are and how we got here. These doctrines during the age of discovery was a way of stealing, robbing, cheating, and westernizing indigenous people. Whether those indigenous people was in Australia, whether these indigenous people was in North America, any lands these Europeans claim that had not been discovered, which is ridiculous, right? You could bring their souls uh, to Christ and enslave the inhabitants, inhabitants if they did not have Christian monarchs. We should understand right off of the bat that, that the Christianity was not the indigenous social, cultural, spiritual systems. It was brought there by way of conquest. So 
I'm a, I need to go over some terms, okay? Before I can get into the body of the lecture, these are terms that we must understand and grasp so that we can get the full concept of how the game is played at the highest level. Westernization. Ocedent, that simply means westernization, is the process whereby societies come under or adopt Western culture in areas such as industry, technology, science, education, politics, economics, lifestyles, laws, norms, mores, customs, traditions, values, mentality, mentality, okay? Perceptions, the way you see things, your diet, how you eat, clothing, language, writing system, religion, philosophy, during colonialism, it often evolved, involved the spread of Christianity. So this is how you actually got Christianity. Do all the things I just read through colonialism. Let's talk about colonialism. These are things we seem to forget as we fly off in pseudo land at times. But this is basic right here. Colonialism. Colonialism is a practice or policy of control by one people or power over other people or areas, often by establishing colonies and generally with the aim of economic dominance. This is important now, economic dominance, okay? In the process of colonization. Colonizers may impose their religion, language, economics, and other cultural practices. The foreign uh, administrators rule the territory in pursuit of their interests, okay? Seeking to benefit from colonized regions, people, and resources. It is associated with, but distinct from imperialism. I should have put the imperialism up there, but I didn't. It's okay. Okay. Now, age of discovery. What is the age of discovery? The age of discovery or the age of exploration? First of all, how the hell can you discover something that's already there? It's not a discovery for the people that's in those lands because they was there prior to colonialism. Watch this. Is an informal or loosely defined term for the early modern period, largely overlapping with the age of sales. This is important. We always try to get away from technology. You can't do it. You cannot get away from science and technology if you're going to grow a people and grow a nation. It's not going to happen. Largely overlapping with the age of sale, approximately from the 15th century to the 18th century in, in European. European. Do this again. Approximately from the 15th century to the 18th century in European history, in which seafaring Europeans explored regions across the globe, most of which were already inhabited. But of course, and this is the issue. More recently, some scholars call it uh, the contact period. I like that. No, I don't. I like the 
call it the enslaving period. They won't say it, but that's exactly what it was. It was a conquest and enslaving period. Remember, whenever you hear the word conquest, that means war. Or the age of European expansion. Yep, it was expanding new territories for monies. Now, scurvies. I know you're saying, what the hell is scurvies? What the hell does scurvies have to do with any of this? Well, I talked about the age of sales, and I'm going to go into a little more detail about that, right? Because this is the technology that allowed them to circumnavigate the globe. Now, wait a minute, though. They, they will not be able with efficiency, okay, to dominate the sea and the oceans without understanding what scurvies is. So what is scurvies? So we're talking about having the ability to move to different areas across seas. But if you don't know what scurvies is, you're not going to be able to do it. It was the British, okay, that finally got it, the, the true understanding of scurvies. But before that point, you was getting picked apart. And that's why we, that's how we now come to understand that the British Empire, they said the sun never set on the British Empire. That's because they was the first to actually write it down and put it in play when it came to quote unquote understanding scurvies. Scurvies is a disease resulting from a lack of vitamin C. I'm going to say it again. Scurvies is a disease resulting from a lack of vitamin C. Now, during this time, they had no idea, right, what vitamin C was. It hadn't been understood yet. I'm going to say this again. To all my herb people, it had not been understood yet. Hold on. Early symptoms of deficiencies include weakness, feeling tired, sore arms and legs. Without treatment, disease, red blood cells, gum disease, changes in hair, and bleeding from the skin may occur. As scurvies uh, warns, there can be poor wound healing, meaning your wounds won't heal up, uh, personality changes, and finally death from infection or bleeding. This is what happens to you when you try to embark on crossing oceans. Symptoms of scurvies have been recorded in ancient Egypt as early as 1550 BCE. In ancient Greece and the physician Hippocrates in 460 to 370 BCE described symptoms of scurvies. And so our ancestors knew about scurvies in Africa. But did they understand how to stop it? Because if they would have understood how to stop it and had the proper technology, they would have been able to cross the Atlantic Ocean. Now, they, what they did do was they was able to navigate the Mediterranean Sea. But I want you all to do a little study. The Atlantic Ocean is totally different from the Mediterranean Sea. It's the weather is different. The sheer magnitude of, of, of how wave, the sizes of waves, the overall currents, 
the all the, the all powerful movement of this particular ocean is unprecedented. It's a mighty ocean. Simple as that. You're not just getting out there with a raft. Let me keep moving. Specifically, a swelling and obstruction of the spleen. And 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 full six CE, the Chinese monk Phalazian uh, wrote that ginger was was carried on Chinese ships to prevent scurvies. The knowledge that consuming foods containing vitamin C is a cure for scurvies has been repeatedly forgotten. This is important. They would find it and lose it because because they wasn't using the scientific method. They wasn't writing it down. It was just in bits and places, right? Like one part of the uh, quote-unquote uh, Navy would have it, the other part wouldn't. It wasn't organized. Like we seem to think that the Europeans was all organized or different or, or, or different European nations was all, nope, they don't, nope, it wasn't there yet. Watch this. Vitamin C is a cure for scurvies has been repeatedly forgotten, okay? It's like, it's like the vaccines. Vaccines work so well that this particular generation has forgotten how well they work. They work so well that you don't even know they did. Most of us have been vaccinated. We have caught none of the diseases that we've been vaccinated against. And now we stand up and profess, I ain't messing with that vaccine, blase, blase, blase. I don't want to lose your attention right now, right? Because I know we are afraid of vaccines. But I am telling you the same way that the cure for scurvies was lost because the shit was so simple and it worked so well that they just kept forgetting about it and rediscovered into the 20th century. The Portuguese planted fruit trees and vegetables at St. Helena and st a stopping point for homebound voyages from Asia and left their sick who had scurvies and other ailments to be taken home by the next ship if they recovered. Most people wasn't recovering from scurvies. It was not until 1747, this is important. This is a milestone in history, watch this, that, that James uh, Lind formally, see he formally did it, demonstrated that scurvies could be treated by supplementing the diet with citrus fruits. In one of the first controlled, watch this, controlled clinical experiments reported in the history of medicine. So this is valuable right here. For the first time, 1747, Dr. James Lynn, he produced the first clinical trials. This is how we know whether something works or not. This is how we don't forget because it goes through the measure of clinical trials. So whenever we're talking about herbs, spices, and chicken noodle soup, right, to fight against viruses, we would need to take these things through clinical trials. They might work, they may not, but you will never know if they work unless what? They have the controlled clinical trials. We call it the double placebo. James Lynn is generally credited with proving that scurvies can be successfully treated with citrus fruit in 1753, the age of sales. So now we're talking about technology. So you got to have some medical science with you to be able to embark upon these mighty oceans, right? And you got to have some technology to match. 
The age of sales is a period that lasted at the at, at the latest from the mid 16 to mid 15 to the mid mid 19th centuries, in which the dominance of sailing ships in the global trade and warfare. So you need to have sailing ships for global trade and and to participate in warfare during these particular periods. So these Africans had these big river boats. And we had these big uh, barges that we could actually uh, maneuver them down the coast. But what we didn't have is, right, in West Africa, we didn't have these mighty sailing uh, vessels. No matter what you say, we just didn't. We had no need for that. The resources we had were, were there. So we was basically self-contained. Being self-contained can be dangerous because people around you, well, 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 well what I would call is, if you're not having constant contact, Right, you will get left behind. No more different if you're watching a movie and you only watch the and you're watching it in different parts, like these specials that they be having now on Netflix, and you only watch uh, um, the first part and then it's ten more parts, and then you try to come back, you're lost. So, with the dominance of sailing ships, the global trade and warfare uh, culminated, particularly marked by the introduction of naval artillery and ultimately reached its highest extent at the advent of Alice. Mm, mm, mm. Hold on, wait, dang without. Analog, and ultimately reached its highest extent at the advent of the analog age of steam, enabled by the advances of the related age of navigation it is identified as distinctive element of the early modern period. And watch this, the age of discovery. Hmm, there's that word. Especially in context of the latter, it refers to a more particular Eurocentric age of sail, while generally the age of sail is the culminating period of a long intercontinental history of sailing. Look, man, you got to keep up. If you don't keep up, you get lost. No more different than a basketball team. No more different than an NFL team. If you don't keep up, you might be a champion for three years and you don't keep, keep up and other teams are coming. They're using analytics. They're using different methods of running. They get less injuries. They, they use more technology. And now that which was first end up being last. Simple as that. Now, you got your medical science, the understanding of scurvies, okay? You got your technology, sales. You got your artillery. They whipped out them cannons. That all brought them to what? Discovery doctrine. The discovery doctrine, also called doctrine of discovery, is a concept of public international law. So the doctrine of discovery is the first attempt to put together what? International law. But wait a minute. How in the hell can you put together international law without talking to the other people? Nope. This was only between European nations. How arrogant is this? It's a concept of public, of, of public international law expounded by the United States Supreme Court in a series of decisions, most notably John versus um, McIntosh. In 1823, 
Chief Justice John Marshall explained and applied the way the colonial powers, so they are explaining in 1823 how the colonial powers that I'm about to teach you about actually does this. How is it that they're still using it in 1823? But watch this. Lay claim to lands belonging to foreign sovereign nations during the age of discovery. Let me go back. This is deep. It say the Chief Justice John Marshall explained and applied the way that colonial powers laid claim to lands belonging to foreign sovereign nations during the age of discovery. Under it, European Christians, see, governments could lay title to non-European Christian territory on the basis that the colonizers traveled and discovered said territory. Wow, man. Arrogancy. The doctrine has been primarily used to support decisions invalidating or ignoring aboriginal processes, possessions of land in favor of modern governments, such as in 2005 case of Sherelle versus the Odean Nation. It's Native American nation. So as of 2005, they're still using it. And you would ask yourself, if you thought things had changed, yeah, everything has changed, but nothing is different. They're still using the doctrine of discovery. <laughs> I like to say the doctrine of, of how to enslave and mentally break down human beings, indigenous people, they're still using it. It's still on the law books today. In case y'all thought it was over with, nope, we're still in the struggle. But Professor Robert J. Miller, I'm using three of his slides, okay? Look them up, Lewis and Clark Law, Portland, USA. The International Law of Colonialism, The Doctrine of Discovery. I just talked about Johnson and McIntosh, right? In 1823, right? Y'all can read that. So basically, what's going on here, right? They just talk. The United States was settled on discovery and conquest. The United States, the country was settled on discovery and war. Whenever you see the word conquest, it's waging war. The discovery limited tribal land rights. Yo, how in the hell can you limit somebody's land rights? How before before you even figured out where it was, you are already saying this be to me. Hmm. Discovery limited tribal sovereignty rights. So they actually took away our sovereignty rights to be sovereign, to govern yourself. Now, here's some of the elements of discovery. This is important. First discovery. They were saying, you know, like, like say me and Sonetta gonna kick somebody's door in. But before we kick their door in, we said, yo, I'm gonna take the master bedroom. Sonetta said, yo, I'm gonna take the basement. Yeah, we'll share the kitchen, yo. And anything we find that we're gonna sell. All right, bet. It can be tied down, it's ours. It can be loose, it's ours. Money, cars, jewelry, women, children, they all ours. And if they ain't Christians, we're gonna enslave them. But of course they're not gonna be Christians because we ain't took Christianity there yet. We the first to discover the point two, 
actual occupancy. Now, Portuguese and Spain was like, ah, right? They was basically saying that we set up a colony, we actually occupied it, and it's ours. Portuguese and Spain was like, ah, we don't got to be there to say it was ours. So we'll get into that later on, maybe. Preemption. European title. You know, when you like actually find something, okay? When I get there, this is gonna be mine. This is mine. I'm here, this is mine. We talked about the native title, very limited. Europeans had titles to other people's lands. Like, how was that? Solvity and commercial rights. So they own the solvity and commercial rights of indigenous people before they even went there. Crazy. Continuity. When you get there and you take your flag and your cross and you plant it, all the land you see belongs to you. Crazy. Number seven, Terra Nullius. Terra Nullius. <laughs> Means, it's a Latin word for empty earth. So they, like they used this in Australia, said it was empty. Come on, man. Completely out of order. <laughs> then we got number eight. We got conquest. That's war. They wage war on these people. All right. Christianity at the highest level was a tool of conquest. Right? And then civilization. They were saying stuff like, them people don't got no money. Them people don't got no clothes. They don't got no rulers. They don't got nothing. They're heathens. They need Christ. So these are the 10 elements, right, of discovery. Bananas. So let's talk about what these popes wrote to get them on their married way, right? So, so like I said, this is the first conceptual idea of international law, and they asked nobody. They asked nobody else but, the, but them. They produced these laws. There's no indigenous people sitting in these conferences. There's no indigenous people adding to the papist bulls and the edicts. This is European conquest. So I don't want to hear about, well, you know, the African soul they sell over there. First of all, they didn't have a concept of Africans. They had a concept of different tribes, different kings, and different nations. These Portuguese, these uh, Indo-Europeans, these Spaniards, conquistadors, right, in their mind, they felt like the indigenous people wasn't even human and really had no rights over the land because they wasn't Christianized. They felt like that they just didn't know no better and we was bringing them some, some, some good religion to save their soul, right? And we was going to civilize them. How many amongst you actually think that Europeans civilize us? And let me get this straight. Africans in Africa, when they traveled to certain areas, didn't civilize those people. So you can't have it both ways. Civilization is civilization, and it's based off your ecology. It's based off of food, clothing, and shelter. It's based off of trying to transform your environment for survivability to give rise and give birth to valuable offspring. Nobody civilizing nobody. It's a ridiculous term. You rise up to the occasion of your environment. If your environment requires planes, 
and you figure out how to fly. If your environment requires large riverboats, then you figure out a way to build a large riverboat. If your environment requires a dugout tree stump, then you use the dugout tree stump to navigate your environment. If it requires sails, you figure out a way to build and understand sails. Nobody's civilizing nobody. Dumb diversions. Type it in. This is all part of it. The Papist bulls, the edicts from the popes, they also wrote dumb diversions. So let's get into one of these Papist bull dumb diversions. Uh, June 18, 1452. Pope Nicholas V. Pope Nicholas V issued the Papist bull dumb diversions on June 18, 1452. It authorized Alfonso V of Portugal to reduce any Sarsians, that's the Muslims, right? And pagans, that be you, and any other unbelievers to perpetual slavery. See, for me, this is when I recognize that as a, as a functioning, intelligent, African-American male father, that I couldn't sit there and tell my children, Jesus Christ died for your sins. When I started to read these documents early on, this is written by the Pope. And you would ask yourself, how is it that the Pope who is a believing Christian do this? Because they're playing the game at the highest level. And like I said, at the highest level, nobody believes in Jesus Christ. It's a tool to give an advantage over other peoples and even if you thought you did believe it and even the pope did believe it he had omanas that's that that ship uh, uh navy ships hundreds of them backing him he had the army he had the businessmen he had the money it's the game plays the highest level so he authorized right the king of portugal afonso the fifth of Portugal to reduce any Saracens and pagans and any other unbelievers. That's y'all. Y'all don't believe. Y'all like to get on me. Y'all don't believe though. To perpetual slavery. This facilitated, watch this. This facilitated the Portuguese slave trade from West Africa. Why they ain't teach you this? The fact that you didn't believe, the fact that you may have been a Muslim, you've been Ismailized, put you in position to be enslaved. Watch this, y'all. That's a key word there. Perpetual. You know what perpetual is? Perpetual is that's constantly on regular occurrence. So I like to ask you, ladies and gentlemen, are you a slave? It facilitated the Portuguese slave trade for West Africa. The same Pope wrote, now they want to they wanna do an addendum to it. Watch this. The same Pope wrote, Bull Romanus Pontifus on January the 5th, 1455, to the same Alfonso as a follow-up to the Dumb Diverse. It extended to the Catholic nations of Europe, domination over discovered lands, during the age of discovery. So we got two superpowers at this time. We got the Portuguese and we got Spain. They got these great Omanas. They, 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 got, they, they got navies with ships and sails and cannons. And they putting in work. 
Pope Nicholas V. We are identifying the criminals. He's the head of the Catholic Church. Oh, we ain't no Catholics, but wait a minute. Constantine, the first Roman emperor to accept Christianity. He didn't accept Christianity because he believed in Jesus Christ. He accepted Christianity because he played the game at the highest level. And at the highest level, Christianity gave him power over the empire. It unified parts of Rome so he could take the other piece of Rome. It was a political tool. At the highest level, Christianity is a political tool, and we do not understand this. Well, the brothers and sisters have been locked up, understand it, right? If you if you know what, it, what time it is, right? If you get locked up, yo, you hang out with them, you become a Muslim. Assalamu alaikum. You take your shahada. You bear witness. There is no God but Allah. Does it mean you believe it? No. It means it's a tool. It's a part of your toolkit. It's what you do to help you when you're in prison. It's just that simple. King Alfonso V of Portugal. I wanted to identify the criminals. Now, let's read this papist bull. It say, we weigh all. Now, remember the Pope? Nicholas wrote this. He say, we weigh all and singular, the promises with due meditation. So they meditating on this. And noting that since we had formerly, by other letters of ours, granted amongst other things, free and ample faculty to the aforesaid King Afonso to invade. So the Pope and Jesus Christ and God <laughs> gives King Alfonso the power, watch this, to invade, search out, capture, vanquish, and subdue all Sarsians and pagans whatsoever and other enemies of Christ. That's, that's all y'all that don't believe in Jesus Christ. That's the Hebrews too that don't believe in Christ. Whosoever placed and the kingdoms, duke, dukedoms, principalities, dominions, possessions, and all movable and immovable goods. Let me let me do this slow for you. So he's giving them possession and dominions over all movable. That means if you got some gold, some drums, some women, some children, <laughs> some, some 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 planted food that's movable. And unmovable, we the trees is ours. The, the minerals is ours. How do they make these decisions? This is international law, y'all. They did it with the law and the power of sales and understanding and certain diseases. Man. Whatsoever hold and possessed by them. Talking about y'all, indigenous people, and to reduce their persons to perpetual slavery. This is coming from the on. This is coming directly from Pope Nicholas. I'm reading the document he wrote. And to apply and what's this? And appropriate to himself and his successors. Meaning anybody after that king, that belong to you. 
kingdoms, dukedoms, countries, principalities, dominions, possessions, and goods, and to convert, watch this. This is part of the ploy. And to convert them to his and their use and profit. Here you go. So anything they find and take on your land, they can convert it to profit and money. Whether it be women, children, men, trees, berries, apples, roaches, rats, animal skins, anything they can convert it to profit, bro. Yo, you, you can't make this up. By having secured the said faculty, the said King Alfonso, or by his authority, is Afro said infinite, justly and lawfully has acquired and possessed. Justly and lawfully? Justly and lawfully has acquired and possessed and doth, and doth possess these islands, lands, harbors, and seas. So they got the land, the harbors, and the seas. And they do of right belong and pertain to the said King Afonso and his successors. That's crazy. The Papist bull. Now, here's the addendum. Remember, then, he, then I said King, King Nicholas, he wrote the bull Romanus Pontifus. The bull Romanus Pontifus, Nicholas V, January the 8th, 1454. I'm going to always give you timelines. Huh. This is the official document. It's written in Portuguese, Latin. That's the document right there, the actual documents. See that and the Papist bull. There you go. Uh, there's his name. Uh, Nicholas, bishop, servant of the service of God. So they service of God, yo. For a perpetual remembrance, the Roman pontiff successor of the key bearer. He's the key bearer of the heavenly kingdom and the vicar of Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. Contemplating with, with a father's mind. So they're saying that they have the mind of the father contemplating, right? With the father's mind, all the several climes of the world. Wow. And the characteristics of all the nations dwelling in them and seeking and desiring the salvation of all. Wait a minute, man. So they actually sitting back and they're saying that basically they're seeking and desiring salvation for all. Wholesomely ordains, disposes upon careful deliberation. They're thinking about it. They're deliberating. Those things which he sees will be agreeable to the divine majesty and by which he may bring the sheep. So they looked at indigenous people as sheep and trusted to him by God. Wow. Into the single divine fold. This is criminal. And may acquire for them. Watch this. So this is what they was doing. They're going to acquire for us the reward of eternal 
the reward of eternal felicity and obtain pardon. So they're gonna they're gonna make sure we get pardoned because you know we just some fools because we ain't believe in Jesus Christ. Obtain pardon for their souls. They was basically saying that the life you was living and the gods and the goddesses that you had created, these indigenous people, y'all niggas need a pardon. And we're going to be the ones that make sure you get pardoned and get forgiveness by bringing you Jesus Christ in the form of cannons on ships, in the form of slavery and chains, robbing and stealing and colonialism and westernization. How interesting is this? Now y'all know why I just don't believe. This we, man, I missed it. I guess I'll stop right there. I didn't want to get too far. Okay. Now, let's move on to the Spanish Pope. The Spanish. So we're going to go to 1493. 1493, Columbus sailed the ocean. How do you go in? 1493? Or four, no, 1492, Columbus sailed the ocean blue. It's going 1493. Like, hey, hey, hey. We got to put the document together. You're back, Columbus. Let's put the documentation together. In 1493, Alexander VI, this is another pope, he issues, right, the Boer Interior Criteria stating one Christian nation did not have the right to establish dominion over lands previously dominated by another Christian nation. So now they in fight now. And, the, and, 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 and Alexander said, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't be fighting amongst each other. We got a common cause to enslave, indoctrinate, westernize, rob, and steal so let's do it together. Let's stop fighting over each other. Hmm. Thus establishing the law of nations. Together the dumb diverses, the Romanus Patifus, and the interior criteria came to serve as the basis of justification for the doctrine of discovery that they still practice today. I showed y'all that. The global slave trade of the 15th, 16th century and the age of imperialism. Y'all ain't hearing me, man. Why would I teach my children to believe in any of their religions? It makes no sense. Not less. They gonna use it to play the game at the highest level. Here you go, Pope Alexander the Sixth. Let's read. Let's read his interior criteria. Interior criteria: the legal battle, spiritual war against the native people. The Boer interior criteria. Alexander the Sixth, May Fourth, fourteen ninety-three. That's right after Columbus came back. Remember, Columbus came back. He sailed as far as Cuba. He come back. He don't go right back to Spain. He actually stops off. Uh, in Portuguese, right? And then he goes to Spain. Christopher Columbus was a hell of a businessman there. He was tricking both sides. Like, he wasn't telling them how, how large the land was. He played that game with them at the highest level. He's a slaver. He's an enslaver. He's a manipulator. He's a thief. How is it that we allow 
for schools to teach us that. Now they've kind of changed they tune a little bit, but they still celebrate the holiday. So if you still celebrating the holiday, you still celebrating the conditions that brought you to bear to the holidays. Huh. Pay close attention. Here you go. Watch this. Watch how Alexandra do it. Alexandra Bishop, servant of the servants of God to the illustrious sovereigns. Our very dear son in Christ, Ferdinand, king, and our very dear daughter in Christ, Isabella, queen, Castile, Leon, Aragon, uh, Sicily, and Granada, help and apocalyptic. Benediction, amongst others, works well-pleasing to the divine majesty and cherished of our heart. This assuredly ranks highest that in our times expressing the Catholic faith and the Christian religion be exalted and be everywhere increased and spread that the health of souls be cared for. Come on, man. Watch this. Christian religion be exalted. That means put on high in your local community, in your land, amongst indigenous people, and be everywhere increased we're going to spread it. So, so the spirit of God, Jesus Christ, Holy Ghost, didn't, didn't transport to indigenous people. It was the crazy white boys with these edicts that brought Christianity to us. Why didn't God tell indigenous people before these fools came? Because God ain't got that power. Why doesn't God have that power? He doesn't have that power because it's men that spread the word of God. It's men that wrote these texts. Torah, Old New Testament, Quran. It's men. Well, wait a minute. Okay, men wrote the Bible, but they was inspired by God. If we to be honest, men and women say, that they were inspired by God. So all these things that we talk about, this it's coming out of the minds of men and women and what they say. Let me get back to the point. They're trying to increase the spread so that the health of souls be cared for and that barbarous nations, they called you barbarians, anybody that wasn't them, nations be overthrown and brought to its, brought and brought to the faith itself. Wherefore, and so much as by the favor of divine clemency, ain't you with the clemency? We through we thought of insufficient merits have been called to this holy scene of Peter. It's a bunch of malarkey. What kind of game are they playing? They playing a game at the highest level and we didn't got caught up in it as parishioners, as church followers. We'll get people who's gonna come on here and say, wait a minute, it wasn't real Christians. They was. Constantine, he didn't even get back. He, matter of fact, Constantine played the, the game so well. Remember, Constantine, right, he convened the Council of Nicaea, the Nicaean Council. 325. And at the conference, right, they start to discuss these matters because Christendom was all over the damn place. 
Then the next council, like the Council of Trent and all that, is when they started to actually uh, canonize works, meaning they started to choose what books uh, will be considered authentic because you you know used to have copies and copies of copies and copies of copies. And they wanted to put it all together. So before this point, there is no Bible. And by the way, the Old Testament is based off of oral traditions. No one questions that. So if we talk about indigenous oral traditions, then we have seem to have a problem with that. So that means Islam is based off of oral traditions. That means Christianity is based off of oral traditions. And we don't even question that. So let's move forward now. Holy to see if Peter was pleasing to the Lord. No. All right. So what I did was I skipped down because I wanted to get to Christopher Columbus because he actually mentions Christopher Cologne in this document. Now, it starts off with was pleasing to the Lord. You with the wish to fulfill your desire. Chose our beloved son. They call him Christopher the beloved son. Yeah, because he just ran up on some indigenous people. Christopher Columbus. We call him Christopher Cologne. A man surely worthy and of the highest recommendation and fitted for so great an undertaking, whom you furnished with ships and men equipped for like designs, not without the greatest hardship, dangers, and expenses to make diligent quests for these remote and unknown mainlands and islands through the sea where hitherto no one had sailed and they at length with. All right. On May 4th, 1493, time together for you now. The Spanish-born Pope Alexander VI decreed in the Papist interior criteria that all lands west, south of the pole, the pole line, and he drew the line down the map, 100 leagues west and south of any of the islands of the Azores or Cape Verde Islands should belong to Spain. Now, you know, you got to be arrogant to draw a line, line down the damn map. This is something serious here. This is considered the first international law. This left all indigenous people out of the decision making process. It allowed them to be enslaved legally. These are binding documents, so they said. Portuguese objected because its status and rights had been omitted. Oh, <laughs> let me get this straight here. Let me, let, me, let me get this straight. Portuguese is objecting what this Pope is writing because they felt like that their status and rights had been omitted. But in no time did Portuguese care about the indigenous people's rights. But the kid never about their rights. That's how you know they was slap evil with it. Portuguese objected because its status and rights had been omitted and overlooked. <laughs> wow. King John II, the Portuguese began negotiating directly with the King Ferdinand and Queen Isabella of Spain to push the line west. So they they, won, they fight to push the line that they drew. The line west and allowed him to lay claim to lands discovered east of it. The result was the Treaty of Tordelos. Later on in West Africa, you'll find certain kings that changed their name, like King Afonso, great African king. 
the Congo, right? He was learning how to play the game at the highest level. Y'all be thinking he was a Christian. He was really trying to modernize his kingdom. Modernize your kingdom don't mean you wasn't civilized. Civilized. That means there's some things they got that you probably need. To add you what you got. No more different than when the Hittites brought war chariots to Egypt. They had these war chariots with four wheels on them, pulled by several horses. It was a raggedy ride. You couldn't even put a bozeman on the back of it. The Egyptians cut the chariot in half, right? Uh, they put some armor around it. They added shock absorbers to it, which allowed two people in it. One of them holding a the bow, it could shoot accurately from it. What we call this is, we call it reverse engineering. They reverse engineered the chariot and made a fine-tuned, quick-moving battlefield chariot that you could shoot from. So ain't nothing wrong with trying to modernize your stuff. I just want to get that straight because some of y'all get extrude. Now watch this. Uh, a picture's worth a thousand words. Colonial demarcation lines between Castile, Spain, and Portugal in the 15th to 16th century. The line of Pope Alexander VI. That's the purple dotted line. Bull and Terry Criteria 1493. Now, Treaty of Tordelis, 1494. They changed the line a little bit. Shoot. That's that uh, solid purple line. Then the Treaty of Sargassus, 1529. That's the green one. Uh, look at that. They chopped Australia straight in half, just about. Boy, are you kidding me? And these laws are still in play today. Hmm. Hope you can see this right to the right side of it, controlled by Portuguese, that's Africa, right? And controlled by Spain, that's uh, the majority of what we're calling South America and North America. Closing out. Cape Bordeaux, that's, a, that's an important spot. For a while there, the Europeans couldn't get past those uh, islands right there. Couldn't get past the area because the trade winds the heavy winds and the current, right, wouldn't allow it. What they figured out was we'll go farther out and see, and they got around. Once they got around that barrio, it was on and popping. It was on and popping. Look it up. Look at look at look up the uh historical uh importance of Cape Bordeaux. Okay, these is where they set their colonies at, and from there, this is where they actually launched uh to go get these slaves from Africa. They needed slaves to help build the county farming right there. Look it up. So watch this. So after we do all that, then we get the King Leopold II. Why are we talking about King Leopold II? Because we're talking about westernization. We're talking about colonization. We're talking about the doctrine of discovery. We're talking about the Papist bull. It leads us to this. These things were put in place as mechanisms of conquest to rob and steal and take from indigenous civilized people. King of the Belgians, King Leopold, mm. horrible. He killed millions of African people. 
but he was only allowed to do it based off of mechanisms in place. Leopold was the founder and sole owner of the Congo Free State. Wow. So remember when they got around uh, West Africa, they went to the Congo, remember that? And that's actually where they where, where King Alfonso and them had, had rights to, and when they met up with the African kings from the Congo, right? This situation continued up until what, 1884, 1885? But watch this. Leopold was the founder and the sole owner of the Congo Free State. I don't know how. A private project undertaken of his own behalf as a personal union with the Belgian. He said he used Henry Morton Stanley to help him lay claim to the Congo. How? Because they had those doctrines of discovery. They had those Pappas bulls. They had them dumb diversions. They had the international law that they just made up out of nowhere. To present, watch this, the present day Democratic Republic of the Congo, watch this, at the Berlin Conference in 1884, 1885. Oh, it's the Berlin Conference. The Berlin Conference. This all ties in play. The Berlin Conference from 1884 to 1885, also known as the Congo Conference. I like this better. Or West African culture. I mean, conference. Man, there they go again with splitting up Africa without letting us know it. That's actually just a drawing from the conference. Do you see any African kings and queens? Do you see any African lawyers? Do you see any African governors, mayors? Do you see? No. This is criminal at the highest level. In the background, you'll see to the left, you'll see the Af a map of Africa. Oh, I wonder why I didn't. Scramble for Africa. The scramble for Africa, also called the petition, you know, it's the separating divide of Africa, or the conquest of Africa. Whenever you hear the word conquest, it's war. Remember I said that? Was the invasion, see, invading people land, occupation, division, and colonization of most of Africa by seven European, seven Western European powers during a short period known, known to historians as New imperialism between 1881 and 1914. Mm. Man. Let me get back here real quick. So there we have it. I don't know where the hell saw that at. Let me see. So, I just I've been here the whole like time. That, I've been you, here the whole time. You said I don't know where it's all that. I just been letting you go in, brother. I ain't want to interrupt you. Yeah. Ooh, that's a break. Appreciate you. <laughs> You're learning. Right. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. So yeah, I mean that's that brings that culminates the end of the presentation, man. But I mean, come on, man. Uh, it's, it's 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 horrible, bro. And that was powerful. You ready that, to open up the line for questions? Yeah, open up the line for questions, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, so you know, so those Berlin Conference, those dumb diverses and all that, it was it, it was the it, it was the piecemeal take apart 
Africa for resources and humans. Uh, you know, after they made slavery legal, it was more beneficial for them to uh, home grow slaves in America. It's called breeding. It's called domestication. So they breeded you uh, by way of domestication, by way of artificial selection. Right? That's All another. Right. We got the first caller here. Peace and Black Power. Peace and Black Power. What's your name and uh, where are you calling from? Uh, it's Apostles, right? You know how I get it in. Uh-oh. <laughs> Damn, Apostle waiting in the wing for this shit. Yeah, man. What's going on, you Apostle? Know, you know how I get it in, Hold man. on, hold on. Hold on. I got another caller. We're going to have... We're going to have two callers. All right, Apostle, what's up, man? Talk to me. I agree with 90% of what he said. Excellent. Get out of here. 90%? 90% of what he said. That's 90%. a lot coming from you, Apostle. If he turned that hat around forward and stopped acting like he's 16 years old, maybe slide track back on his head and act like an adult, I probably agree with him 100%. But uh no, uh, thank you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> hey, earlier you Good said that I lied on you. I seen you. You said that I lied on you. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, what I said was it's it's not not saying that you didn't say what I said. It's how you saying what I said. You know, you can take something that somebody say, present it, and misformalize what they're talking about. My purpose was this here. The fact is, when you were born, you have no knowledge of that individual that gave birth to you. Are we talking about the now, mother again, fact. brother? Are we now, talking about the mother? Get into, do you want to get into the emotional aspect of it? But you don't know. You you could have been switched at birth. You it could have been a mistake in the hospital where your mother wound up with you and some other mother wound up with another child. Hey, yo, you see that time. belief, boy? That shit is <laughs> so Yeah, but let's not even talk about that. I'm not saying that happened. I'm not saying that happened. But what I'm saying is, Mark, uh, excuse me, what I'm saying is, uh, no child, unless you conform DNA and you got, like, when we come to our own children, you can actually prove. You don't know if that's your mother or father. I lived 65 years thinking that the man that raised me was my father. Okay? They didn't tell me no different. My mother and my father knew that he was not my father. They didn't tell me no different. He raised me just like my other siblings. And they were his. Yeah, I'm he down I'm down with no CeeLos. I've seen that movie too, CeeLos. I've so, seen that movie too. So, so what I'm saying is we can get emotional about that, but this is not why I'm calling in tonight. Talk to uh, the reason why they say the sun never set on the British Empire is because the British Empire was global. This goes to the fact that the earth is a sphere, a sphere, because the, the British Empire was all over the globe. No matter where the sun set, the sun rose in another area on the British Empire. It got that large. Now, Africa, yeah, they were colonialized. Their ancestors should have fought back. Like, like in uh, Ethiopia. Ethiopia was never colonialized. Well, if the heroes would have fought back, they ass wouldn't have been running all over the goddamn place, brother. What are you Say talking what? about? Say what? Hold on, let <laughs> me say something, sir. Let me, let me address him. Let me address him for a minute. Um, 
I can't That's hear you, Sean. I can't hear you. No, I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm trying to be nice as possible. You playing? Uh, yeah, you playing Monday morning quarterback, yo. Hmm. If I shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? As we know through the study of history, they didn't come in guns blazing all the time. They came in with a well organized plan of lies and deceit. Remember everything they yeah, did. We know. Let me. Everything they did was to trick the indigenous people out their land and resources and slavery. So, so what I'm telling you is there were there were tribes that did fight. Trust me with that. They fought, right? They did, but this was a process that, that took time. I gave you the dates all the way up to 1974. So it's been it's been warfare. They've been fighting. They've been doing, I mean, like, sometimes you just lose, bro. It's okay, though. It, 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 the, the problem is we don't recognize when we lost. All good teams learn from their losses. You, when you lose is when you learn the most. So mm -hmm. what I'm trying to give right. the presentation right now, I'm trying to teach y'all, have you not learned? Stop being in the crazy religions. Think about what, not unless you're using it to play at the highest level. That's all I was really saying. I'm not even attacking your religion. I'm simply saying it was a tool that was used, right? And I showed you a tool of conquest, a tool of imperialism, colonialization. You can't keep pushing that. That doesn't mean uh, uh, that that uh, killed your spirit. Can you say something? It doesn't mean that. You know you don't fucked up, right? No. I said no. You know you don't fucked up, right? No. I said, wait a minute. That was for you, Unc. You know you done fucked up, right? <laughs> you telling the apostle when you get in the crazy religion. You know once you say religion, apostle is shutting yeah. down. He I is myopic, Unc. You know that. This no. dude don't want to know anything outside of the Bible. He think that the doctors read the Bible in order to bring forth a child out of the womb. Because they always say in order to know anything, you got to read the Bible. If you don't read the Bible, you ain't going to know nothing in this world. So I think apostle read the Bible on how to make pork chops in the kitchen, how to bring forth a child. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's just crazy with my brother. So you fucked up uh, trying to tell him not to deal with no religion. You, well, you dealing with you dealing with a mind that's that's crazy. Listen, he said they should have fought, know, right? He said, come on, we Apostle, know hold on. What Apostle we, said they should have oh. fought. Apostle, you gotta hold on while he's talking, brother. He's talking, Apostle. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this with Apostle. Listen, go ahead, go ahead. Listen, the fight is not always physical. It's also mental. It's also mental. Agreed. So I can say the same to you. Why aren't you fighting, Apostle? So this this particular Ooh. lecture wasn't to attack anybody. You attack by saying they should have fought. And I'm saying they did. And, and at times when you thought they was Christian, they wasn't. They was playing the game at the highest level. So True. let's just move forward, get another call. I, don't, I do not want to debate with you, Apostle. Trust me. <laughs> I'm not debating. I'm agreeing with you. Appreciate I'm you. agreeing with you. Thank you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm not Thank debating you. you. Thank you, because we know that the Catholics and what the Catholics did in terms of that, is, as a matter of fact, you can read the Bible and it'll tell you exactly what the Catholics did and how they did it. Christianity, we know. That's why I'm not a Christian. 
So you said so the Bible can tell you how they did it and, and how they did it, brother? Yes. Yeah. Okay. In the book of Daniel, Daniel talks about four nations that's going around. Man, we are and the last nation no, that he talked no, about another time, possible. All right, apostle. All right, apostle. All right, because if we right, actually sure. with date, with time it. period, you wouldn't I'm, be able to tell I'm us. I can run and hide all he wants. I, I, I know, I know. Yeah, know we run, we hide him right now. You know all about the dumb guy verses and the paper bulls, all that shit. Know all about it, and that's Christianity for you. That's why I'm not a Christian any longer. Thank you, man. All right, all right. keep running, keep running, man. 